So we hear the very famous analogy that our Lord uses to describe the necessity of union with him. He is the vine and we are the branches. We are connected to him and when we are connected to him, we bear that spiritual fruit that is necessary for salvation. But what we see in reality often happen is that even though we are united to Christ, different stressors, different trials or struggles come, and instead of bearing fruit, we as the branches end up withering and dying, and in fact falling off and detaching from the vine. And it could be like what we're going to face this week, or the students are going to face stress, all these finals coming up, having to do papers, and the stress comes, and instead of connecting ourselves closer to Jesus, we wither up and die. We detach from Him. The trials and struggles of life, maybe we lose a job, maybe we get sick, maybe there's some stress in the relationship, and again, instead of drawing from the power of Christ, we give up. We wither and die and detach ourselves from Him. And then, of course, it can be sin and temptation, particularly sins of the flesh. They come our way, and again, we're weak at times, but instead of clinging closer to Him when they come, or after we fall, we pull back. We detach ourselves from that connection to Jesus. I see this happen all of the time. Instead of going closer to Christ and connecting to Him, we go in the opposite direction. I use a different analogy. I say that let's say that it's cold and dark outside. Is it better to get closer to the fire or further away from the fire? Everyone knows it's good to get closer to the fire. So whenever there's stress, whenever there's temptation, whenever there are trials, why do we go further away from Jesus? We quit praying. We don't go to Mass. We start blaming God for stuff. We get all frustrated. In fact, what we should be doing is drawing closer to Him and that deeper connection and drawing life from Him. So why do we do this? Why do we wither up and die whenever these situations come up? The exact opposite of what we ought to do. Well, to a degree, it's our human weakness. We're fallen and we can fall into these difficult situations. And sometimes maybe because of our upbringing, the lack of love, the problem in our family of origins, these things make it very easy for us to fall, and the Lord is understanding. A lot of times we just have a simple lack of trust, a trust in Christ, a trust in the love and the providence of the Father. And as a result, when these difficult times come, we do not put our trust in the Lord. But however, there's something else, and this is the thing that I really want to talk on and focus on, the real root issue. Again, the other things of lack of trust and weakness are all understandable. The real thing that I see that tends to make people go in the other direction, to wither up and die whenever trial comes, to basically abandon faith in Jesus, to abandon the practice of the faith, is this. If we are going to say that we are the branches on the vine, and Jesus is the vine, how do we get there? Because the truth is, we are not born into this world connected to Jesus. It's not how it works. As Christians, we believe that when we are baptized, that is when we become children of God the Father, 
or we can say we become baptized, we are grafted on to the vine. We're the scion grafted onto the rootstock. I'm not some sort of an expert at all this in describing it, but I think we get the idea. And that's what we have. We have a vine, which is Jesus. And we are that little branch that is attached to it. There are different ways of doing it. It hopes that at the base we will connect and grow into the vine and be able to grow and develop and become one with Jesus. This is the way that we cannot perfectly understand the analogy. This is what baptism does. And so even though baptism is efficacious of itself, that we are grafted and there's nothing we can do about it, the truth is sometimes, and again, I'm not trying to deny the power of baptism, the reason that we wither and die is because we're really not grafted on strong. We're there, we're connected to Jesus, but the fact of the matter is, they're really, the graft hasn't taken. It's just sort of weak. We claim to be Christians, we're attached to Christ through our baptism, but there's not really a deep connection. And so when the struggles and trials come, we fall off, we die, we wither away. To use a similar but different analogy, it's like a tree that is planted in the rocky soil. The roots can't go very deep. And so whenever the wind comes or the winter comes, the tree dies. This is the issue, and I'm going to be honest, for a lot of people today, particularly young people, that we are not grafted on as we ought to be. The connection at the base is not very strong at all. Why is that? There are a number of different reasons, but probably the main reason is, is because we haven't taken ownership of our faith. We're grafted on to Jesus because our parents made us get baptized. But have we ever taken on that belief in Christ and living in our baptismal promises for ourselves? Very few people have. The ones who have become very strongly connected. But everybody else, and I'm not trying to point fingers here, Instead, bring it up sort of an examination of conscience, we realize that we're not grafted on very strong. And so we find ourselves put in these difficult situations. Whenever the stress comes, we give up our faith instead of clinging to Jesus. Whenever there is trials and struggles in our life, we can't persevere. We fall apart. And whenever there's sin and temptation, I tell you right now, when it comes to spring break, we just abandon our Christian faith. We just give it up for that one week. Oh, then I'm very, very sad that I did it. No, you're not grafted on very strong. Because if you're grafted on very strong, maybe you're going to fall, maybe you're going to be tempted, but you are going to be able to persevere through these different types of things. And so what is the solution? What do we do about it? And it's important because one of the big trials that really separate the wheat from the chaff, the grafted from the ungrafted, and it happened in about a week, and that summer. You see it all the time. There's no routine, there's no friends hanging around, there's no Our Lady of Wisdom very, very active. And after a few weeks, boredom, monotony, partying sets in, and we might as well be acting like babies. Completely giving up our faith. It dies on the vine. Why is that? Because we are not grafted. It hasn't taken. 
So this is what I want to do is I want to offer a solution. If we see in our own lives that maybe we need to be more grafted onto that vine, the connection needs to be stronger, the best way to do it is this. You can pray all you want, say your rosaries, you can read your Bible, these things are important. But you've got to find somebody, a person whose graft has taken, has been producing fruit for a fairly long period of time to be able to be your vine keeper, to be able to be the one to check that connection, to be there to make sure it's strong, to be able to fertilize and to guide and to help you. This is the whole idea of mentoring or discipling, whatever you want to call it. And so often if we're weak, we need someone who's stronger, someone who's practiced the faith, someone who's weathered the storm. He's still weak, he's still going to make mistakes, but someone who can hold us accountable. It could be a priest, a spiritual director, a religious, a family member, a friend, a focus uh, missionary. I don't care who it is. But we've got to find that person and say, guess what? I realize that I'm not grafting on very strong. I need you, that one individual person, or it could be a group of people, to help me to, 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 to dig the roots deeper. So that when this trouble and the trial comes, it doesn't fall apart. And this is what happened in my own life. I can tell you the story. I grew up Catholic. I was grafted on to the vine of Jesus. But throughout high school and college, I kind of did my own thing, and I had several conversions. I'd go on a retreat in high school. I was involved in a youth group, and it'd be that great conversion. It would last a week or two. Even in college, I made Marcusia. That conversion lasted about three days. It wasn't until I was a junior in college, or beginning it, that I had a massive conversion. And what made it stick was the fact that I became connected with a really good priest. Some of you may remember him, Father Jay Voorhees. He's been in Santa Fe for a while. Father Jay was at St. Patrick's, and I'd go to Mass there every morning at 7 o'clock, and I'd go to confession, and I'd listen to Father preach, and I would talk to him. He became my spiritual director, and eventually went into the seminary. He was the vocation director. There were others, too, but he began to bear fruit a long time before I met him. He was a good priest that helped me to grow. He was that vine keeper. So I'm no different than anybody else. I understand what it's like, but eventually we've got to get serious and say, I'm going to start acting like a Christian, and I'm going to let that or my existence take its root in the vine of Jesus instead of dying and coming back, dying and coming back, dying and coming back. We have to want to do it. And the only way we're really going to do it is to find somebody stronger to be able to take the count and to watch over our vines so that we become more rooted. And the conclusion is this, because ultimately Jesus wants us to bear fruit. What kind of fruit does a vine produce? A vine produces grapes. Not so that you can make Welch's grape juice. They didn't have the process 2,000 years ago to stop the fermentation of grapes. Welch is actually, I think, a Methodist or Presbyterian minister who discovered that. Why did you have vines? So th this is absolutely 100% true. If you, don't, if you don't believe me, go look it up. 100% true. Why do you have vines? So that you can make wine. Now, again, I'm not saying, oh, Father's saying, well, I'm going to go drink a bottle of booze for him. No, I'm not saying no. What I'm saying is that vine, the wine in Scripture, Old Testament, New Testament, 
symbolic of grace, the joy that comes from following Christ, the joy of the heart that, that enlivens the heart. That's the fruit. And if we are grafted on strong, we begin bearing fruit. The sign of it is, it's that joy and that happiness that comes from following Christ, of leading a virtuous life, not the misery and self-hatred of constantly falling into sin and acting like a pagan, not out of weakness, but deliberate, refusing to, or in the unwillingness to follow Christ. So we begin bearing that fruit. It brings joy to our life, helps the roots go deeper, and joy which is able to be shared with others to bring others that they one they too can be grafted much more firmly into the vine who is jesus amen